0: This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. Listen, I'm going to go a little different way today as I feel led of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So please, hallelujah, be patient as hallelujah, allow God to have his way. I'm going to start off by praying first. Hallelujah. And then we're going to let God, hallelujah, have his way. Amen. Glory to God. Father God, we come before you in the matchless name of Jesus. And we find ourselves in a place, hallelujah, that is unfamiliar to us, Lord God. That we don't know, hallelujah, exactly where you're leading us and what is happening, Lord God, with our church or with our individual lives. But we know that success lies before us, Lord God. Now, Father God, we need a word from you, Lord God. Hallelujah, glory to God. This task you've given me today is far, far too great for me. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today. Teach today like never before. And we won't fail to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor because you do all things well. In Jesus' name, both those in-house and online, please say amen. Amen. Our title today is The Unfamiliar Journey. God is wanting us, we were out of our comfort zone as a church. And many of us, and those of you online, may be out of your comfort zone in your personal lives. But know that God is with you. Even as the children of Israel, amen, were going through the wilderness, they had a a representation of God, a a, a Christophany or a theophany, hallelujah, whichever you would want to call it, amen, hallelujah, a familiar uh, presence of God with them, amen. It was a c- pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night that might comfort them, hallelujah, that might shade them from the sun by day and might give them light by night, hallelujah. God was giving them a visual, visual representation of himself in a um, non-offensive way that they might know that God was with them and God is with us, hallelujah, on this unfamiliar journey. Now, some of the things I'm going to share today are specific to the Living Waters Christian Center and other things are for all of us and I personalized those of you online, hallelujah, that are joining us, hallelujah. That God, Hallelujah, in the midst of all that I mentioned before that's going on in the world, Amen, is taking us on a journey that is unfamiliar to us. We have not found the success, the fullness of God, the big things of God in our comfort zone. We have not seen blinded eyes open and limbs grow out and the dead raised in our place of comfort, in the place where we're familiar with what time this person comes to church or what time that person on the block goes to work or when did this happen and that happens, amen. But it's in a place that we're unfamiliar with that God's greatest move is going to happen. But human nature is to be someplace or be around people or be in situations that are comfortable where we're in control. And that's not where God's taking us because ultimately he's in control. But if we don't allow him, God could do anything he wants to do, he's God, but that's not who he is. If we don't allow him, if we don't give him permission to move and we stay in the place of comfort, we won't see the big miracles, the big breakthroughs, the big happenings, that we all expect, hallelujah, glory to God. Turn with me to Genesis 12 and one, hallelujah. Here's the account of Abraham's calling, Abraham was the son of Terah, he had two brothers, Nahor if I'm pronouncing it right, and um, Haran, Haran passed away, Haran had a son named Lot, and he hallelujah uh, if we deduce was raised or supported by abraham we know later on abraham went ahead to rescue him hallelujah from from our readings amen in the past hallelujah glory to god but here abraham and his family uh god had led terah to bring abraham from mesopotamia many of us have heard of mesopotamia or The area is called the Fertile Crescent, amen, the cradle of civilization, amen, hallelujah, glory to God. That doesn't necessarily mean where man was created, but where civilization or society sprung up, hallelujah, glory to God. And brought him, and and, and it was God's intent to take Terah and his family from Mesopotamia to Canaan. Canaan is what we would know as modern-day Israel or Palestine, All right, hallelujah. However, hallelujah, Terah did not lead his family ultimately to Canaan. They stopped in a place called Haran. I believe, based on my readings and my study, amen, that the place was named Haran because Terah was grieving the loss of his son, Haran. Amen. Hallelujah. Terah ultimately died in Haran. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And here we find the story pick up from there. Terah being the father of Abraham. Abram, excuse me. At this point, he's still Abram, exalted father. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So let's see what happens here in our story. Amen. This very familiar scripture. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord had said to Abram, leave your native country. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Amen. It's a more modern English. Amen. For our understandings as Western people. Hallelujah. The Lord had said to Abram, leave your native country, your relatives, and your family father's family and go to the land that I will show you I'm going to be stopping a lot today hallelujah glory God specifically for living waters amen we're going to a land hallelujah that God will show us amen it's unfamiliar to us amen it's not something we're used to amen hallelujah he's taking us to a place hallelujah that we've not I've been familiar with before we're going on an unfamiliar journey for those of us and individuals those of you online amen God is in this season in this time leading you to a place that he will show you now if you're like my kids we were growing up hallelujah when are we gonna get there where are we going so a lot of times what I used to do is just take trips amen with them and not tell them where we were going to be a surprise hopefully they'd be sleeping in the back Hallelujah. Where are we going, God? Where are we, where we doing? He said, just go and I will show you along the way. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Can we trust him when we don't have all the information? Don't trust, it's not about trusting Pastor Brown. Can, can you trust the Lord when you don't have all the information up front? I know it's counterintuitive to human reasoning, amen, glory to God. But when we think about this is a being that not only created everything I know, hallelujah, but loves me so much, he sent his son to die in my place. Sounds like somebody I can trust. Someone that doesn't get lazy. Someone that's not moody. Sometimes there's that sometime someone that does not have a selfish agenda, God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Someone that's not trying to take all our money. <laughs> he has the cattle on a thousand hills. He doesn't eat you a little bit of money. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But we give in response because Jesus was given to us and in support of his body, his church here on earth, amen. So leave your native country, your relatives, your father's family, and go to a land that I will show you, amen, that unfamiliar place. And I will make you into a great nation, anybody ready to be great? You have great things happen for you. It's in that unfamiliar place, that journey, Outside of your comfort zone. I will bless you and make you famous. Now, obviously, Abraham is one of the patriarchs of the Bible, and he he is famous. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But, you know, for us as modern-day Christians, amen, he wants to bring us to a place where our Christian reputation precedes us and that people could know that uh, if they don't know the Lord, amen, that we are people that they could look to to lead them to the Lord, amen. And as we allow the Lord to use us, that the Lord could use us to be a blessing to them. You know, God told me something the other day. He said, you know, I'm taking you to a place where you can be a blessing to other people. You know, we're so used to, When's the millionaire going to walk in the door and bless me? Ooh, God, send me to the right person to bless me. But wouldn't it be great that you're the person that is the blesser, that God has blessed you and now you can help the poor and you can help the needy and you can be a blessing to someone at the right place at the right time and God could get all the glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is where he's taking us. Hallelujah. That we're blessed To be a blessing. That the church is no longer begging, scratching, clawing. Church without power. That has no money, no resources. But a church and a people that have resources. Amen. That can bless the community. Hallelujah. Out of its overflow. That all our cups runneth over. It's an unfamiliar place, We're on an unfamiliar journey. See, we've been trying to get there with our own schemes and plans. And the way we want to get there, in our own comfort zone, with people we know and people who are like us and people who think like us, hallelujah, people who look like us, hallelujah. But he's taking us on an unfamiliar journey as a church and individually. Hallelujah. But you got to be willing to feel a little uncomfortable. He says, I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt or disdain. There's always people who rise up against you. But let the Lord fight your battles. We have told enough people off. And you're going to have to keep telling people off if that is your means to defend yourself. You're going to be known as the mean tell people off Christian because that's what you've decided that you want to be. And nobody's going to get over on you. You're going to give them a piece of your mind and you're going to tell them off. And how dare you. And and it's no fruit. Because we're in control. We're in a familiar place where we got to give people a piece of our mind. And tell them off. And oh no you didn't. The Lord will fight our battles. If we hold our peace. You know I was. I was at the storage place yesterday. And we had movers. Moving our stuff into the storage place. And it was a man that came up there with a truck. And he was man. He was frustrated. He was like man. You know why me. He said, you know, I got to move my stuff in there, and, and no offense to you, but, you know, I got to do what I got to do. I said, I just was calmly said, you know what, it's okay, man. They're getting there. They're almost done. You know, we can work together to make sure everybody gets their stuff away. There were even some points, amen, when I was helping this man move. got nothing to do with him I may never see him again in my life but the Holy Ghost if I'm going to represent Christ it's not for me to post up this man and say no we were here first and we start fighting and I wind up on News 12 (laughs) it's allowing the Holy Ghost to have his way And sometimes it may seem like you're being taken advantage of, and I'm not here advocating that you become someone's doormat and someone takes advantage of you all the time. I'm saying there are certain times and certain situations where it seems, it appears in the natural that someone's taking advantage of you, amen, glory to God, but know that God's got your back, and ultimately you were made to win. So at the end of the day, all our stuff's away, or most of our stuff, because y'all sitting on some of it, Hallelujah. That man's stuff is on his truck, and everybody won. Everybody won. Hallelujah. Nobody had to lose. Amen? Hallelujah. Let me move on. We're talking about the unfamiliar journey. We're on an unfamiliar journey that's taking us out of our comfort zone. Hallelujah. As a church, we don't know where we're going next, but God does. God has not told me every detail, amen, glory to God, but he knows I have so much trust in him, amen, glory to God, that I'm not concerned that God's not going to work it out. Matter of fact, that's not even the right statement. It's worked out. (laughs) It's worked out. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Your issues are worked out if you allow the Holy Spirit to have his way. You know, certain times I, I, I feel this hero complex. Like I want to fix things and I want to make them happen and I want to protect the, everyone and I want to save the day. Hallelujah. God's like, can you just wait? Can you just rest? Could you let me just work this out? If you work it out, you're going to have to keep working it out. By the sweat of your brow. But if you let me do it. It's going to be by grace. Hallelujah. Any other heroes out there. You're always rescuing the day. <laughs> Never going to God first. And saying should I do this. Or should I do that. Or do you want me just to chill Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Ah, we're talking about an unfamiliar journey. Amen. Let me finish. All the families on earth will be blessed Through you. We can be a blessing to our community. Amen. Hallelujah. As we allow the Holy Spirit to have his way in us and through us. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You don't know where you'll find yourself. Amen. Old stereotypes, old biases coming down as God has you with a person that is totally opposite of you. And you're ministering Christ not only through your words, but through your deeds. Hallelujah. That's where he's taking us as individuals and as a church. Next slide, please. We're talking about verse 4 now. Hallelujah. So Abram departed as the Lord had instructed. (laughs) Are you doing what God instructed you to do? You know, I have had many instances where I'm praying to God. All right, God, what am I supposed to do now? And he says, Did you do what I told you to do first? See, I'm ready to, it was really a rejection of what he told me, and I wanted to do it my way, amen. So I was waiting for God to tell me to do it the way I wanted to do it. So I'm going back to him in prayer, but I wasn't following his instructions because I wanted to do it my way. So Abram departed as the Lord had instructed, amen, hallelujah. We got, if we want to see the success, amen, we got to do it as God instructs us, as a church and indi- as individuals, amen. And Lot went with him, amen. So he, was, uh, uh, he had a relationship with his nephew, amen. Hallelujah, his nephew lost his father, uh, Haran. Abram was 75 years old when he left Haran. Oh, it's not over. You're not too old. Let me also say you're not too young either. Amen. I've, I've shared with you. Amen. That the, the uh, apostles, the disciples were teenagers when they started. Teenagers shook up the world. See, I know on our lifetime or wherever channel we watch or whatever. Sorry, lifetime. Don't sue me. Hallelujah. That we see these middle aged disciples with Jesus. But how many 55 year old men are going to be laying on the bosom of a 30 year old man? And know that the life expectancy back then was about 40, 50 years old. They didn't live to 75, 80 years old, amen, during the day of Jesus. I know they did during uh, Abram's time, holiday, but during the times of Jesus, you didn't live to be too old. That's just not, the life expectancy went down greatly. These were teenagers that changed the world. Yes, they grew up and had families and went on and did that, hallelujah, but they were teenagers, so you're not too young, you're not too old. Abram was seventy-five years old. Got out you know, at seventy-five, you know, I'm I'm ready to retire and, and chill, amen, and and be in some place hot with palm trees. And now God's giving me an assignment out of his comfort zone. He took his wife. Got to take your wife with you. <laughs> That's a little joke, hallelujah. Sarah, you got to take your husband. Oh, Lord, I thought you were going to free me from my husband. Anyway, his nephew Lot and all his wealth. He had wealth. His livestock and all the people he had taken into his household at Haran. Hallelujah. So he had been a blessing to other people in Haran. And headed for the land of Canaan. Had never been there before. All right. When they arrived in Canaan, Abram traveled through the land as far as Shechem. We're going to really look into this Shechem as, uh, coming up soon. Hallelujah. There he set up camp beside the Oak of Merah. At that time, the area was inhabited by Canaanites, people who were unlike him. Hallelujah. You know, me and my family moved like a month and a half ago. And I would have never imagined I would be living in the neighborhood that I live now, not not so much because it's all fancy and stuff like that, but just I, it never came to my mind. It, it was never a place. you know, All the places I wanted to live were places I was familiar with. I knew where the stores were. I knew who lived here and who lived there. But he's got us on this unfamiliar journey, in a place we've not lived before. I could have never imagined living where I live right now, because it's out of my comfort zone. You know, the Lord got to bless me right here where I live, or it's not. Those Canaanites, you know they all act kind of funny. They racist. He prepared for table before us in the presence of our enemies. Since he's taking the church, he's taking us as individuals, if we allow him. He's not going to take you if you don't allow him. On an unfamiliar journey. Hallelujah. Abraham was going to a place inhabited by Canaanites. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's look at some definitions real quick. Next slide. Shechem. Hallelujah. As it is in the Hebrew. Amen. means part or portion or ridge. It's a district in northern Palestine. It was also, it was named, it got its name after a son of Hamor. Hallelujah. Hamor named his son Shechem. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So he, Abraham traveled to this place that means part or portion. And it was in northern Palestine. Hallelujah. And there was an oak tree there named Mora, or stretching. Fruitful. Hallelujah. We're going to deal with these words more coming up. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. The mystery of Shechem. I don't hear this preached too much. I I, I have, as I've done my studies, I saw that people have. But typically in our churches, we don't really preach or talk about Shechem. Hallelujah. It's not something that's going to get the people up off their feet and dancing and shouting. Amen. And get people on $100 lines or $700 lines and and things of that nature. But this place, Shechem, there's a mystery attached to it. That can benefit us all. What are you talking about brother pastor? Won't you indulge me as I read a little bit. All right. Hallelujah. Next slide please. This is from Biblehub.com. Hallelujah. And also from Wikipedia. Uh, Excuse me. It's from Eaton's Bible Dictionary. Holiday and Wikipedia.com. Amen. I apologize. All right. All right. So Shechem according to Eaton's Bible Dictionary. Is a city in Samaria. Called also Sikkim. Or Sycam, hallelujah, hallelujah. It stood in narrow, in a narrow, sheltered valley between Ebal on the north and Gerizim on the south. These mountains, at their base, being some five hundred yards apart. So we have two mountains at their base of five hundred yards apart. And I read somewhere else at their summit they're like three thousand feet apart. Hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah. Here Abraham pitched his tent and built his first altar in the promised land, and receive the first divine promise. Amen. So wherever we see altar in scripture, amen, it's a place of animal sacrifice, amen. And wherever you see animal sacrifice in scripture, it's pointing forward to the cross. Hallelujah. Some blood is being shed, amen, hallelujah, to cover sin. Hallelujah. Glory to God, to honor God, hallelujah. This is my son in whom I'm well pleased. God was pleased when there was an altar and an animal sacrifice. Was made, Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because the world was fallen, even though Abraham, Abram is a great man. Hallelujah. The world was fallen. Here also, Jacob brought a piece of, uh, brought a parcel of field and at the hands of the children of Hamor, after his return from Mesopotamia. We know Jacob went back to find a wife uh, with Laban. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He came back with two. Hallelujah. Amen. And settled his household. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me say this for those of us who use Old Testament scripture to justify that you got more than one woman. God did allow it. But let me say these weren't happy families. I don't want two wives. I want a happy family. Oh, it's not natural to be monogamous. Hallelujah. It may not be natural, but if natural is fallen, (laughs) it's our fallen state. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Then natural is not moral or not good. Amen. Glory to God. God gave Adam one wife. God gave Jesus one wife. It's called the church. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So uh, just to deal with that argument right there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah here Jacob brought a parcel of field at the hands of the children of Hamor after his return from Mesopotamia and settled his household, which he purged from idolatry. He purged his household from idolatry by burying the teraphim of his followers under the, on the, an oak tree, which was afterwards called the oak of the sorcerer. Amen. Hallelujah. Here, too, after a while, he dug a well. He dug a well. Jacob dug a well at Shechem which bears his name to this day. Next slide, please. To Shechem, Joshua gathered all Israel before God. So when they went into the, 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 uh, the promised land, they stopped at Shechem. Hallelujah before God and delivered to them his second parting address. He made a covenant with the people that day at the very place where on first entering the land they had responded to the law from Ebal and Gerizim, hallelujah, the terms of which were recorded in the book of the law of God. In, hallelujah, in the roll of the law of Moses, in memory of his solemn transaction, a great stone was set up under an oak tree. It sounds like mora again, hallelujah. Mora, hallelujah! A solid witness of the transaction to all coming time. The city is mentioned in connection with our Lord's conversation with the woman of Samaria. Mm-hmm. Thus, remaining as it does to the present day, it is one of the oldest cities of the world. The site of Shechem is said to be of unrivaled beauty. Stanley, I'm not sure who Stanley is, but it was in the uh, the article here, hallelujah. Says it's the most beautiful. It is the most beautiful, perhaps the only very beautiful spot in central Palestine. The modern city of Shechem is called Nablus. Hallelujah. So when Jesus met that woman at the well, it was in Shechem. When the children of Israel, hallelujah, made a, 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 a promise to God, hallelujah, of, of, of keeping the Lord was at Shechem. When they came to the, the promised land, hallelujah. When Abraham first stopped in canaan he stopped at shechem jacob dug a well at shechem why shechem what is the significance of this place and how does it impact me in 2022 when the world is crazy let's move on next slide please hallelujah here before you amen is a picture of abraham's journey from ur or mesopotamia or ur of the chaldees hallelujah babylon hallelujah to Shechem. Amen. Hallelujah. There is some thought in scholarly circles that Abram and his family were witnesses to the Tower of Babel which would have happened in Ur of the Chaldees. So God was getting them away from there and ultimately wanted to bring them to Shechem in Canaan. Hallelujah. Next slide please. Next slide is a picture of a combination of, it's a map of the biblical and modern day Shechem, Nablus, hallelujah. So we can see where things are. At the top is the modern day uh, Nablus, which we know is Shechem, hallelujah. To the left of the screen is Gerizim, the mountain Gerizim. To the right is Mount Ebal, hallelujah. And this is, how you can see this kind of a valley there. That's where the children of Israel came once they entered the promised land, hallelujah. Glory to God hallelujah we see biblical Shechem right in the middle of those two mountains hallelujah we see Jacob's well down to the bottom left hallelujah glory to God and Joseph's tomb hallelujah Joseph had his bones taken from Egypt and buried at Shechem why this place what is going on and how does it go with our unfamiliar journey hallelujah next slide please here and everything I'm showing you, God told me to show you. Amen. Hallelujah. Here we have Mount, Modern Day Mount Gerizim. Hallelujah. A reference to Deuteronomy 12 12. Hallelujah. That's hallelujah. It's on that. It's on that side on the left. Hallelujah. Next slide. Hallelujah. Next picture we have a modern day picture of Mount Ebal, Deuteronomy 12 and 13. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There. Hallelujah. Basically, in a nutshell, God was saying, hallelujah. Through Joshua, amen, hallelujah, that, well, here, Moses was giving them instructions before they go into the promised land, but later on in Joshua, hallelujah, they set up there, man, they had to go there first, amen, hallelujah, and promise if they obeyed, they would get the blessings of Gerizim. If they disobeyed, they would get the curses of Ebal in this valley. We're headed somewhere, hang in there, hallelujah. I believe you're going to be excited at the end, Hallelujah. Let's look at Gerizim, Gerizim, hallelujah. It's a mountain in northern Israel, hallelujah, I'm on the next slide here, south of Shechem or Nablus is modern name, opposite of Ebal, plural of an unused noun from Geraz, this modern place would be called in the western bank. I don't know if you've heard that on the news, hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah. There are many non-Jews that live in this area. Amen. There's Christians. There's Muslims. Hallelujah. That live in this area. There are some Jews that live here as well, but not as much. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Very controversial place in our geopolitical times. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Ebal or Ebal. Hallelujah. Perhaps from an unused root word meaning to be bald or bare. Hallelujah. I guess I would be Ebal. Okay. <laughs> hallelujah. Just a joke. Hallelujah. Ebal, a mountain of Palestine. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Next slide is a map of Shechem. Hallelujah. And Israel during the time of Jesus' earthly ministry. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So at the top, amen. Jesus was from Galilee, hallelujah. Samaria was in the middle and Shechem was in the middle. And to the south is Judea. In Judea is Jerusalem, where the temple was. So there were times when Jesus had to travel from Galilee to Jerusalem and from Jerusalem back to Galilee, and on one occasion he went through Samaria. Must needs go through Samaria, hallelujah, and he winds up at Shechem and meets that woman, and she becomes a great evangelist. The people of Samaria, amen, please don't be offended, were a mixture of Jewish descendants who were mixed with non-Jewish people, amen, and this is why they were looked down upon. They were half-breeds, hallelujah, looked down upon by pure Jews of the day amen hallelujah and it was looked down upon but Jesus the Lord did not be was not concerned with that even by a woman who had five wives uh, five husbands excuse me and now was living with a man that was not her husband I must go see this woman in Shechem my God Next map, hallelujah, last map for us, hallelujah. Then I'm going to reveal the mystery to you, hallelujah. Glory to God. We see a map of Jesus' journey from Jerusalem to Shechem where he met the woman by Jacob's well. This is what I just mentioned, hallelujah. We're talking about the unfamiliar journey and we're looking at the mystery of Shechem, hallelujah. Next slide, please. We're almost done, hallelujah. Shechem, based off its location and scriptural importance, the proximity of Mount Gerizim and Mount Ebal, Many biblical scholars and teachers have theorized that this area is, in fact, the site of the Garden of Eden. That God led Abram to the first place in the Promised Land where the Garden once stood. That God had his son Jacob settle there and dig a well. And I'm sure they were drinking from water that flowed during the time of Adam and Eve. God had the children of Israel, when they first entered into the promised land, go to the place, the site, where the Garden of Eden was, that we're going to have a fresh start as a nation where our first Put Adam at, hallelujah, glory to God, after I created him. Hallelujah, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let me read on, hallelujah. From Abraham's first stop in Canaan to the children of Israel under Joshua's pronouncing curses of disobedience and blessings of obedience at the mountains of Gerizim Gerizim and Ebal, Ebal all the way to Jesus meeting the woman at Jacob's well. Shechem is a place of significance in the Bible. As God led Abraham to this unfamiliar place called Shechem and promised him great blessings, we too are led to to the unfamiliar place in our lives. We will encounter our portion. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We talked about before, hallelujah, that Shechem meant portion or part. We we, we, we encounter our portion, our part of God's blessing for our lives as he stretches or morach. He stretches us, hallelujah. We all got to come out of our comfort zone. We're going to be stretched as a church and as individuals, hallelujah. As he stretches us, amen, hallelujah, and makes us fruitful. Hallelujah, outside of our comfort zone. Our fruitfulness is outside of our comfort zone. The unfamiliar journey, i got to stop here for a second, hallelujah. Some of us know who to talk to, when to talk to them. we got the gift of gab. We have that latent gift of gab. We know who to contact. We know where to get this, where to get that. We're real resourceful. But what if God would take you out of your comfort zone and stretch you where you can no longer depend on your human resources, and you look to the supernatural, where he's stretching you. You know, even in our church, and I've been in church many, many years, amen, we don't see miracles like we used to. Ace, let me use you for a second, amen. I know you, you're busy. I won't change slides. Hallelujah. Because I know he's our producer. Let's say amen for Ace, our producer. You get to see him on the online real quick, Amen. You know, we think, you know, we're familiar with that. But there's no power because ultimately we're getting all the glory because we got all these syllables and we laying hands and it's all dramatic, but there's no power. God will not share his glory for another to get and steal his glory. It's all for the glory of God. No, God is vain. He's selfish. No, glory works properl- properly when it's given to the one who's due the credit. And only he can operate in a glory and not get big-headed. We, we get big-headed. You know, when I introduce myself... Thank you, sir. Hallelujah. When I introduce myself to people, I tell them my name, not my title. Not that I'm ashamed of my title. But it's not my name. It's what I do. It's not who I am. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't get caught up in that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm Pastor Robert Brown. I'm coming in and you're blessed to have me. There. Now, to a certain degree, that's true because the Holy Spirit's in, in me. Not because of my flesh. All right. It's the Holy Spirit's presence. Not my presence per se. Amen. It's us together as a new being. Amen. That is it. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So he's stretching us, saints. Hallelujah. As a church and as individuals. Hallelujah. And he's stretching you. Oh, he wants to stretch you, those of you who are online. Hallelujah. He stretches us and makes us fruitful outside of our comfort zone. The unfamiliar journey is the place where we come into God's fullness, it's our own situation. We're moving from this building. It's been sold. It's the second time, amen, we have been in a place that has been sold right underneath us. Amen. There were some things he had to work out here with us. Amen. Hallelujah. Whether we realize it or not. Hallelujah. And now it's time for a journey to an unfamiliar place that we know not of. For God to move in a way that we've not experienced yet in your own individual lives. He wants to stretch you, amen, and put you in situations with people, places, and things that you can't pull on your resources, amen. The only resource you can pull on is the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus, help! That's like the best prayer. Help me, Jesus! That's a powerful prayer. Because you're not looking to you, you're looking to him. Amen? Glory to God. Hallelujah. When I was in that situation yesterday at the storage place, I said, Lord, your peace. So I didn't have to post up and have to punch somebody. I mean, when there's no God doesn't get glory in that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And we left peaceful. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. I want to give you some bonus material. Based on their location, proximity to Shechem and biblical significance, there is a theory that Mount Gerizim was the actual location of the Tree of Life, and Mount Ebal was the actual location of the Tree of the Knowledge of Good and Evil. They are visual representations of the Law. Ebal cur- curses for disobedience, Deuteronomy twelve eleven through twenty six, and Grace Gerizim blessings for obedience, Deuteronomy 13, 1 through fourteen. Jesus fulfilled the Law on our behalf, Matthew five seventeen. Allow yourselves to be impacted by grace, which will enable God's blessing to flow freely in your life as you take the unfamiliar journey. Hallelujah. So God is not taking living waters to, the to Shechem in uh, Nablus in Israel. But the comparison here is that he is taking us to a place of blessing that we're unfamiliar with. As he did it for the biblical characters, amen, and they found blessings and success. God's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He's leading us to a place of blessing where, for example, there we will be needed there as a church. Where there are people who need to be saved there where there may be Christians who are looking for a place to settle as a church there, hallelujah, where we can minister to the community, hallelujah, where we are not right next door to another church, amen, hallelujah, and we're stepping on each other's toes, amen, where we can be used to effectively hallelujah where we can grow explosively where we can see a lot of young people come in hallelujah instead of being bored at church or avoiding church altogether hallelujah we'll be excited about church like the disciples were hallelujah and change the world amen where we as older people can have our youth renewed hallelujah and our energy boosted hallelujah this place this unfamiliar journey as he did it for these biblical characters at shechem amen there is a spiritual shechem waiting for us where we will find success, when we will see the blinded eye open, hallelujah. When we will see the limbs grow out again, hallelujah. When we will see the dead raised, amen, hallelujah, hallelujah. And I hate to be controversial, amen, but in this very spot where I stand, someone lost their life. Why? Because there was no Power. we were in our place of comfort we were all but no power were there people praying yes were there people in praying in tongues yes and i'm not saying those things are wrong but when we were in a place where there's no power Because God ultimately was not getting the glory. We were still operating in a church that was familiar to us, amen, with traditions and ways and things that we could leave church and feel like we went to a party and had a good time, but there was no power. It was familiar to us. A place where we worship a man and not God. He's taking us to an unfamiliar place, our spiritual shechem. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Where I'm not going to be worshipped, I'm I'm a a man like y'all. I got issues like you. But we're going to worship the Lord Jesus Christ. Follow me as I follow Christ. Hallelujah. I want to leave you with this encouraging prayer by Paul that he said to the Ephesians. Amen. We're coming out of Ephesians 3 and 14. I'm going to read to the end of the chapter and I will end. As we find ourselves on this unfamiliar journey that's outside of our comfort zone both as a church, the Living Waters Christian Center and we as individuals for you guys online and us as individuals in here. Hallelujah. I want to pray this prayer of encouragement over your lives, amen, that Paul spoke at Ephesus, hallelujah. He says, for this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the home family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man, I pray, All of you in person, amen, and online are strengthened with might by his spirit in your inner man. For the journey is unfamiliar. You're going to need some strength by might of the Holy Spirit on your inner man. Next slide, please. Verse 17, that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. Not a lot of people in here, amen, glory to God. This is by faith. I'm not encouraged by what I see. I'm encouraged by what he strengthens me with from within by his Holy Spirit. Being rooted and grounded in love. Oh, we're going to be a church that's rooted and grounded in love. We're going to be individuals. I encourage you to be individuals who are rooted and grounded in love. You could only do that if we talked about last week. What's the meaning of life? To receive the love of Christ and to freely share it with others. Amen. We need to know we're loved. When you're forgiven and you know all the things you've done in your life, you better know that's love. The church has a love deficit because we don't believe we're forgiven. We think we're still walking in our sins. Hallelujah. But your sins have been canceled. If you're a Christian, I know that's a controversial statement. (laughs) But the more you deny yourself to receive that, the, the less you receive the fullness of God's love. Your sins have been canceled. Past, present, and future. This is what Christ accomplished At the cross. No, this is not a license to sin. I'm not encouraging you to go out here and sin because you will get an earthly consequence. You will suffer. You will experience hardship. Hallelujah. It's an unhealthy lifestyle. A sinful lifestyle is unhealthy. Amen. And it brings earthly consequences that are not in your best interest. Holiday, it is not a good witness for Christ. And we are experts at not being good witnesses for Christ. I'm talking about the Christian church as a whole. I'm not talking about just specifically living waters. Amen, Holiday. I'm talking about Christianity as a whole. We have not been the witnesses, hallelujah, that we need to be for Christ. When I say witnesses, I'm not talking about so much sharing tracks and all that. I'm talking about our lifestyles, our conversations, amen. We still, hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah, have not understood how loved we are. Hallelujah, glory to God. So rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, the length, the depth, and the height. Hallelujah of God's love for you, hallelujah, glory, and to know the love of Christ, hallelujah, which passeth knowledge. His love for you passes knowledge. It extends beyond knowledge. There is no knowledge of the degree of love that Christ has for each of us. To leave your comfort, Christ left his comfort zone in heaven to put on flesh. And to suffer and die for you and I. And to be rejected by the very people he came to die for. I would have been up there. You and great. What did he say? Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. They don't know that they're crucifying the king of glory. <laughs> Woo, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God, hallelujah, which passes knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. I pray that each of you, myself, those of you online are filled with the fullness of God. Our last scripture, I mean, no, we got two more, hallelujah, 20 and 21. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. We're coming into a time where you c- I have not seen, ear have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man what he has in store for living waters, what he has in store for Christians worldwide, hallelujah, even in the midst of the craziness that's going on out in the world. We talked about it earlier, possible war with Russia, Ukraine and Russia going on, stock prices, prices. Uh, uh, going down, people losing millions of dollars in the stock market. Hallelujah, glory to God. Uh, food prices going up, oil prices going up. Hallelujah, the world's out of whack. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask and think. Can you see yourself by faith thriving in this atmosphere? Not because you're doing something you're familiar, Amen. Hallelujah with hallelujah, but that He. Is doing it on your behalf. That's not hallelujah. And let God have his way. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let, let, me, let me interject this real quick. Peter was a fisherman, and Jesus used what he knew how to do, but in a way that was unfamiliar to him, in order to get tax money for himself and for Christ. So God will use something that you're able to do in a situation or circumstance that you're unfamiliar with. Amen? Just to make that clear. Hallelujah. Now, unto him there's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. God wants more for you than you want for yourself. According to the power that worketh in us. What is that power that worketh in us? The Holy Spirit. Next slide. Unto him be glory in the church. God's going to be glorified in Liverwaters Christian Center and in your church. Amen. Hallelujah. By Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen and amen. Next slide. The unfamiliar journey, I'm done. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Saints, it doesn't look good right now. You will not be encouraged by what you see. Looks like we just got kicked in in, in the face. Looks like we're, we're losing. Hallelujah. God has great things in store for us. I'm not here to hype you up. Amen. I encourage you to go seek the Lord for yourself. Hallelujah. I do want to encourage you. Amen. Seek God. Hallelujah. He keeps showing me success. I'm going to give you a little insight, amen, and my wife may get mad at me. God gave me a plan to execute this week, amen, hallelujah. I made over $700. In something that is unfamiliar to me, uncomfortable to me. Hallelujah, glory to God. Saints, hallelujah, of the Most High God. I, God... Is going to give us as a church, us as individuals, you as individuals, a plan or instructions that will take you out of your comfort zone. I encourage you to follow the Lord's plan, even when it gets tough, and you will see great success. There are businesses in the room. There are ideas that God's given us. There are millionaires in the room. But we got to follow God's plan. There are those of you that God wants to bless to be a blessing to others. This is not a prosperity gospel. There is no such thing. Amen. But God does provide for his people. When Abraham when Abram, excuse me, went to Canaan, amen, we, we read about that he went with his wealth. That God had blessed him in Haran, but now was telling him to go on to Canaan with those Canaanites. Saints, I just really want to encourage you. It's so easy to fall into a comfort zone. Mm, I'm just so tired. I'm just, you know. Ah, Jesus, I don't even feel like doing that. You know what, why I know that? Because I feel the same way too. I didn't feel like executing his plan this week. And you know, I could have made more money, but there was a few days, Lord, I'm just tired. And tired is not a bad thing. But the opportunity, the instructions were given. And I executed it for the most part, but I left some money on the table. Let me put it that way. Hallelujah. I'm never going to have another broke day in my life. And if you follow God's instructions, you won't have another broke day in your life either. Amen. That's a part of the curse. Amen. There is no prosperity gospel. That's how people try to shoot it down. Amen. Hallelujah. There's no, you know, the gospel is the life, the death, the burial, the resurrection, and the appearance of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. But God does take care of his people. Amen. Glory to God. The unfamiliar journey. Living Waters is on an unfamiliar journey. Us as individuals, God has us on an unfamiliar journey. Hallelujah. I would encourage you to hang in there, mm-hmm. to be strong and very courageous, to be strengthened with might in your inner man as God is about to prosper you mm-hmm. in the midst of a famine. Hallelujah. Of God in the midst. You know, it's my opinion that Abraham was never supposed to go to Egypt during the famine. That God would have sustained him in Canaan. So down in Egypt, he starts lying. Sarah's my sister. Now, technically, it was a technicality. Yes, she was a half sister, amen, but. You know, now you've married her, she, the, the marital relationship trumps the other relationship you had. It's in Egypt that they got Hagar. And we know the story that came out of that. Scripturally, Egypt is not a good place. To you Egyptians out there, God bless you. You're wonderful people. Amen. I'm not talking down on your country. I, I look forward to meeting you. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Amen. By the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm talking about scripturally. Mm-hmm. Alright. We're coming out of Egypt. We're going to thrive in the famine. There are going to be thousands of people get saved. There are going to be miracles. There's going to be the word. We're going to have explosive services, we're going to have our young people not bored in church, but excited, amen, we're going to renew our youth, those of us that are older, amen, hallelujah, we're going to be excited to be in church, amen, hallelujah, we're going to do community outreach situations, amen, we're going to have nights for the kids, amen, hallelujah, we're going to do some wonderful things, amen, hallelujah, but it's on this unfamiliar journey, hallelujah, hallelujah, Right now, amen, hallelujah, in this last service, amen. For those of you online, those of you here, amen. Take me to the offering slide. Hallelujah, uh, nope, let's do, let's do, uh, you could take me there, but let me speak to you. Hallelujah. You were impacted by this message today. And life seems to be out of sorts for you. I want to offer you an invitation to the family of God. Hallelujah. We have so many negative thoughts about going to church or getting saved. And our comfort zone is to stay at home and not to go to church. That's our comfort zone. Hallelujah. Our comfort zone is to put up walls. Or all those people are fake, or it's boring there, or I don't want to be there, or they, all they want is my money. Hallelujah. Listen, this is not about church right now. This is about joining the family of God and taking this unfamiliar journey. You've not been saved before. You're not a religious person. Neither am I. Hallelujah. Glory to God, I have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, and I invite you today. Hallelujah, the pathway to reconnecting with your creator is through his son, Jesus Christ. You don't have to understand all the trinity and all that right now. You just want to be a part of the family of God. If that's you, say these words with me. This is not committing you to this church, amen, hallelujah, but this is ushering you into the family of God, amen, that you might, hallelujah, receive blessings, hallelujah upon blessings. Hallelujah, first of which is the forgiveness of your sins, your imperfection. If that's you, say these words with me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you rose on the third day as the evidence that Father God accepted your death as full payment for my sins, my shortcomings, my imperfections. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for dying for me. In Jesus' name, if you believe the prayer you just said, now say amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Welcome to the family of God. There are good things in store for you in him. Doesn't mean you won't go through anything. There won't be any challenges, but you have someone to lean on. You have an advocate with the Father. His name is Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Find a church home that preaches Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. You can continue to join us here online every week at 1130 a.m. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now we need your help. Amen. We want to continue to spread the gospel. We want to continue on this journey this unfamiliar journey, amen, but we need your financial help, amen. You can give in two ways, amen, hallelujah. You can give online, hallelujah, at lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. There you can make a tax-deductible donation and have an auto-generated email giving you a record of what you gave, amen, immediately, hallelujah, at our website. That is lwccgrace.org forward slash donation, amen. Glory to God. So please, ma'am, please, sir. Amen. You can make an online donation today. If you feel uncomfortable with digital transactions and they be taking people's money, and it feels funny. Hallelujah. You can mail in your donation. Amen. Hallelujah. To PO, to Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, Amityville, New York, 11701. There we will pick up your donation and... Uh, place it in the offering for you. Amen. Hallelujah. And at the appropriate time, we will send you a contribution letter. Amen. Stating that you gave this and you can use it during tax time. Hallelujah. For this year, 2022, you will get it in January of 2023. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. So let's be a blessing. Amen. We want to go on this unfamiliar journey where the blessings, the breakthrough, the victory, the miracles are. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's pray all these offerings. Father God we thank you for the seed we sow. We sow for the upkeep and expansion of your kingdom. We sow it because we love you. We sow it Lord God. Because you sold your son unto us. And he reaped a harvest of millions. If not billions of souls. Into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Our response is to sow back into you. Because we love you. And because we want others to be saved. To know jesus christ died and paid for their sins we thank you today lord god let us reap some 30 fold some 60 fold some 100 fold some a million fold return on that which we sow as we give in honor of this unfamiliar journey today that we take with your son jesus christ we thank you today we praise you we bless you in Jesus' name let somebody say amen Amen. God bless you all online today. Amen. We are moving today. Amen. We're moving out. We will let you know when we have another permanent home for the Living Waters Christian Center. In the meantime, we will be having service next week online. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Unless God does a quick work. Amen. And he's, he's well able to do that. Amen. Hallelujah. So we will let you know we're excited about what God's doing. Amen. This is, not a, this is not a defeat. This is a victory. When one door closes, amen, a window opens. Amen. So we are going to walk through that window. So God bless you. We'll be here next week at 1130 a.m. God loves you. We love you. Enjoy your day. God bless. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.